How do you handle integrating different AI engines and ensure seamless transitions for your end users? What should you consider regarding the scalability and cost-effectiveness of utilizing AI API calls in your product? How can AI help you today to prepare your Salesforce org for Einstein GPT? Welcome to Artificial Intelligence Innovations Meets App Exchange, the bi-weekly show that explores the impact of AI in the Salesforce ecosystem. I'm Jakub Stefaniak, Salesforce Certified Technical Architect and VP of Technology Strategy and Innovation at Akiva Labs, where we help App Exchange partners accelerate their adoption of the latest technologies and get the most out of their Salesforce partnership. In each episode, we sit down with leaders from AppExchange ecosystem to discuss the latest trends and innovation in AI, product development opportunities, and ethical considerations. Our goal is to address critical challenges faced by business, build a community of engaged professionals, and provide insights into the latest trends and innovation in AI to help you stay informed and ahead of the curve. So, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of AI and App Exchange. Hey, hello. Thank you for accepting our invitation. So, Luca, could you introduce yourself and your product and your role in the App Exchange ecosystem? Of course. Well, thank you for having us, Jakub. So, yeah, my name is Luca, Luca Benini. I'm the co founder here at Native Video, and we are solely actually available in the Salesforce ecosystem. We operate natively from the Salesforce platform, and our solution brings video and audio natively, as the name suggests, to the Salesforce platform. We've been operating since 2019. We developed first the platform with a very broad approach, very horizontal approach. And then we developed specific solutions that were addressing specific use cases and specific business needs over the course of the years. Fast forward to today, we've just launched a new solution that is centered around AI and that actually inspired our conversation today. That's awesome. But just to give me some context, you have a few applications, right? So is it like a few extensions to a single core package, how it works under the foot? Yeah, good question. Yes, you got it. So we, the original solution is the, the underlying platform and it's kind of the enabler, the platform that enables a recording experience, a playback experience with uploading, processing, extracting information and so forth. And that's natively built on the Salesforce platform. Then we worked with our clients to address, as I was mentioning, business needs. And that actually led us to deliver extension packages on the app exchange that are configuration, as a matter of fact, that expect a specific data model. So there will be one that operates in the sales cloud and expects the sales, for the sales data model with leads and opportunities and accounts and contacts. And then there's one specifically designed for a service. So that would expect the data model that comes with you know, cases and a field service with the offline engine as well and all of that. Different use cases catering for different business needs and ultimately reflected in different extension packages that are on the App Exchange. And the same AI under the hood. So please tell us a little bit more about what kind of the magic is there. 
Yes. So let me start from, from the end, right? So Alfred is the name of our latest product and it's actually centered around audio. So it would be, you know, familiar with uh, the people that are listening to us today. And uh, that is the basic concept is, or the basic business needs that is addressing is that of populating with quality and quantity of data, a Salesforce org that otherwise likely will sit empty. We're seeing that 81% of Salesforce orgs operate with out-of-date, old or incomplete data, even with active opportunities. And that is actually not good today. And it's, we can talk about how it's actually in the future even worse for the future when the AI is fully fleshed out. So our solution is very simple. We are inviting users to tell their debrief, share their update vocally via an audio note with Alfred. And then Alfred, which is our AI solution, gets the audio, transcribes it using NLP and AI language processing, and then runs it through a number of iterations through AI to deliver back in Salesforce an executive summary, next steps, which are inferred from the debrief or suggested going forward. It can even draft the follow-up email after an interaction with the client. That actually combines, therefore, the business needs of populating Salesforce with an easy-to-use solution with quality data and frequent data because nobody can have an excuse not to do their admin when the admin is actually a 30 seconds audio note describing what's happening with a deal or what, what happened in the last conversation with a client. And that combines that with the productivity element because as a user, I now see the benefit of using this solution because I get something back. I get my next step and tasks organized because they're laid out for me in a nice list that I know what do I need to do as next steps to keep the conversation going, as well as I get very good drafted email that I can copy paste into my Outlook, into my Gmail and just send out and keep the conversation going. So again, an element of adoption, if you will, or quality and quantity of data and an element of productivity combined, all thanks to the AI engine that runs in the background. That sounds very on time. And I'm curious, how long time ago have you started to work on this product? So it's an interesting story, actually. We have obviously a, a number of clients that are using our video solution. And uh, in a QBR with a client, a US client, I was asking them, and they use our solution to empower their field team to capture video as they do service or they do repair or maintenance, and they could document what they're doing in the field with that. And I was asking, how is it going, right? It's a QBR. I said, yeah, no, it's going very well. And we talked about a number of things. And then he said, the team is also taking a lot of black videos. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second, what, what's a black video? Well, they actually put their thumb on the camera on their phone or their tablet, and they just say into the video or into the phone or into the tablet what they've just done. And that actually then, because we had the transcription also on videos, that actually would extract the transcription and they would copy paste that to complete the report of the visit. And that sounded like a great idea. And this was back in September, October last year. Sounded like a great idea. So we started to think about and, and work on delivering an audio note solution because that, that was exactly what these guys were doing with a black video, right? And so the first iteration was audio and then transcription. 
And then in November, as everybody is, we were following the evolution of OpenAI and OpenAI comes out with a relatively public version of ChatGPT. And so that's when we, we started thinking about the potential of running the transcription into an engine like that of OpenAI with ChatGPT. And, and we started experimenting with that and immediately it took off and it went in, in a million different directions. And so that's when we needed probably to rationalize it back to, okay, so what do we want to achieve? What are the first steps and deliver a first version that would address what we believe are the key elements, the, the foundational elements of combining audio, transcription, sentiment analysis. That's also something that is part of it, which is interesting because you know you label the audio as a good update, a neutral update or a bad update, right? So, and then as a manager, which is why information is mm -hmm. in Salesforce in the first place, you go in and you check and you can filter very easily through the nodes and understand what's going on with this deal, with this opportunity, with this contact. And then you extract, as I mentioned, executive summary, next steps and tasks, and a drafted email to, to kind of complete the picture and keep the conversation going. That sounds like a perfect timing. So after OpenAI announced their API, it sounds like you were one of the early adapters or at the end, did you decided to use other GBT engine than OpenAI? We were one of the early adopters. We were lucky in a way because then they closed the enterprise subscriptions. They couldn't cope with the volume, I guess. So we were early adopters and we're, we're still on, um, on OpenAI GPT, uh, GPT engine. It, it's still, we tried actually different versions of it and it still is the one that delivers the best results for us. We are also using AWS AI to help us with, because AWS is our media, is where our media backend is built and, and where some of our, or well, most, I would say, of our processing happens. And as part of that, we plugged a couple of solutions from AWS. NLP, for instance, for, for transcription is done through AWS. Also, the sentiment extraction is, the AWS, is part of the AWS uh, solution that we plugged. It's the beauty of using AWS in combination with OpenAI is that you get probably the best transcription possible which is AWS is the most advanced that we found to understand languages, accents, not that I speak with an accent or you, Yaku, but there's a lot of people out there that speak English with an accent. And it's also capable of dealing with 39 languages, which is quite impressive. And it's immediately useful for our global clients because they can have one solution and then their Italian team will speak in Italian, their Spanish team will speak in Spanish. And the official language of Salesforce is English. So you can capture everything in the original language, transcribe the original language, then do the translation and do all the elaboration, the extraction of the information to bring back into Salesforce in English, which is a fantastic combination of how things can quickly evolve when you have tools such as AWS and OpenAI at your fingertips. Awesome. Now I have like thousand different follow-up questions. So starting from the quick one, what about OpenAI transcription API called Whisper AI? Have you tried this? We, we haven't. We tested it very early, but what we found was, and I, I don't have the technical details, but it was really a, a quality assessment more than anything for us. We wanted to understand the practicality of using something that is an extension of our media backend which is easy to plug mm -hmm. to it. And AWS presented probably one of the best ones, as well as the quality of AWS transcription was really, really where we needed to be. 
in all languages. And we have a very international team. So we were able to test in multiple languages and, and we voted <laughs> for, for AWS. Good to learn something new. Yeah, I will have to check it. I was playing with Whisper AI and as well for my accent, it was working pretty well. So it's why it came to my mind. So, okay, second question will be about how your customers get access to this artificial intelligence. Do you expect them to set OpenAI account and provide some key as part of the configuration or everything is going to go through your account? That's a very good question. We, we've built our solution so that they don't need to worry about OpenAI or the evolution of AI in general, because if tomorrow the next version of whatever is, is out there comes about and we believe it's actually better for our customers, then we will take care of providing that option for them or even just migrating altogether. We're trying to keep our solution very simple for our clients. And in terms of what we are planning in a subsequent version to give control to our clients of is in two, two main areas. One is the, the most obvious one where out of generated text that is ready to go back in Salesforce or that is already in, in Salesforce, we may actually give them the ability to elaborate it or to work on it so that it, I don't know, it, it becomes you know, shorter or longer or more formal, less formal, those type of minor changes that you would want to do at that point when the summary is already created, when the email is already generated, for instance, or the next steps are, are generated. But most importantly, there's an interesting integration that we're doing where we want to make sure that the existing processes designed in Salesforce, whereby a user as part of a process need to fill in specific fields or select from a drop-down menu, those processes and the information that comes with the process is generated automatically through the AI engine, which means that at the, at the beginning of the process or in the setup, you will want to inform on which fields and what is the question that each specific field is designed to answer needs to be prepared and configured through the AI. Then the AI will take care of processing the text and then we'll extract the specific information that enables for a field to be populated with the right answer. A drop-down menu with the selected pick from, from a pick list and so forth. The practical application, just because we, you know, it's a bit of a theory and I probably didn't explain it very well, practical application, for instance, is in a case of a salesperson who needs to log an activity say in an opportunity or in an account, they very often have some drop-down menus to fill out or maybe specific fields and then an open text field. So in that sense, you could actually see them just recording their audio with a note and you know, as if, let me update you on what happened, my last interaction with a client. And then the AI automatically will be able to select what type of meetings was it, right? Which is typically a drop-down menu in an activity. Was it in person? Was it on the phone? Was it a video call? And that will be picked automatically. And then the second question could be, which products were discussed during the conversation with the client? You know, all relevant information that Salesforce wants to capture so that you can report on. Well, again, extracting from an audio note, it will be relatively straightforward for the AI to isolate the products that were mentioned in front of a, a list of products that is pre-added into the prompt and therefore the selection will, will happen automatically. And then obviously the free text field 
will be populated with the executive summary that reflects what the core part of the conversation was. From user perspective, it sounds really powerful. And additionally, I'm looking on this as my technical architect hat is saying me to ask, okay, sounds like you're making lots of API calls to this artificial intelligence. And as ISV, you pay for every call. On the other hand, you charge your users per license per month, right? How do you manage this? And do you see a risk that some of your users are going to consume so much AI that it's going to impact your revenue model? So it's a, it's a very good question. We debated it internally because obviously it's at the core of us. We're in you know, business enterprise. We need to make money ultimately. A couple of considerations there. One is the day that you face this dilemma that your solution is actually costing you more than what you're making, that's the day that your solution is exploded or has exploded in terms of usage. So that's a good day. It's a celebration. It is good to have this problem. Yeah, exactly. And then the second consideration is probably that whatever the cost is today, the cost will only go down. We've seen it with video. We started four years ago and the cost of storing and streaming video has steadily, but surely been declining Mm -hmm. over even just the four, the four years of our history and what's actually being generated is additional processing element. And that's where the premium is applied. When we look at the way we built our media platform, the cost for storing and streaming is the one that is actually probably at the lowest level. And so it can support very large volumes. What's becoming expensive or it's increasingly expensive is all the attractive processing, additional processing elements that you can apply on a video or an audio as we're talking. And, but that again, is very expensive today because it's new and there's not a lot of competition out there. And it's uh, the low of the market that suggests that that number, the the cost, uh, coming back to the specific of your question, the cost of an API call to an AI engine will just go down. And it's a beautiful example of what we know from computer science as more law that literally technology evolve and we don't have to worry about this so much. But from what you describe, I understand that if one day you will see that OpenAI is not competitive anymore, you can just switch to other GBT engine and your users are not even going to be aware of this, right? Well, correct. When they buy the solution from us, what they mm-hmm. expect, I would imagine, and what we are, what's our promise is that there's a specific outcome based on the input that they create. And their input will be, or their user input will be the audio. And the outcome is the best possible executive summary, the best possible next steps, the best possible picker from a drop-down menu, uh, the best possible drafted email, the best possible transcription even, right? And mm-hmm. and that is our promise to our, to our clients. The moment that we find a better way, we we probably is mandatory for us to continue to support in the best possible way our clients and therefore switch to the best solution. We've built our... I'm about this because... uh Yes, of course. Einstein GPT came to my mind. I'm lovely thinking as ISV partner, App Exchange partner. Do you think that if Salesforce will publish their GPT and it's going to be like as good as OpenAI, but working in their metadata. Would you consider then switching your product to use Salesforce technology or are you rather platform agnostic in this context? Well, that's the best 
possible question that you were going to ask. So I was about to say, actually, to complete my, my answer, exactly that, that we've built our solution with Einstein GPT in mind. So we, we are Einstein GPT ready. So the switch to Einstein GPT will be instant and it will actually be even easier for us because we are used to and we operate from within the platform. And we sit on as a native solution that extends the platform. So, so that will be the day where everything really comes in the right place. And let me tell you another thing. I had a, a very interesting conversation yesterday about Einstein and Einstein GPT, because one, one of the persons that we were talking to, I was at an event yesterday, a, a Salesforce event we were exhibiting, we were talking about AI all day. And, this App Exchange uh, Day in London, right? Just for context to our audience. Correct, correct. Sorry, yes. Uh, here in London, App Exchange Live yesterday, a day dedicated to the ecosystem, the extension of the platform through solutions like uh, Alfred, like the ones that we, we created in Native Video. So this person was actually telling us that the reason why Einstein failed for them, at least, is because their org was empty. It wasn't really empty, but it didn't have all those elements that an AI engine would actually go in and find in order to create the recommendation, to create the adjustment in the forecast stage, uh, to, to suggest the next best action. There weren't previous actions. There weren't a lot of pieces of information that the AI could go and look for and create that history, that understanding that then informs the next piece of information that is given back through the AI. And so they were looking at our solution and in the same train of thought, they were saying, well, Alfred sounds like something that can make us Einstein GPT ready. Because he was saying something that is very powerful to me, which is he's saying in two years time, the AI will run our CRM for sure. And it will probably run a lot of other operations across our organization, which is a very interesting statement, but I think we're all looking at it and we are seeing the rapid evolution of AI and it's, it's not going to be an, an Einstein GPT and it's not anyone's kind of guess, but it's a certainty that in a couple of years, AI will be everywhere. Now, how do you make the most of that opportunity that is looming just around the corner? Well, you create the best possible data today. You start to create quality, quantity data, you bring all of that wealth of information, organized, structured in the right place at the right time in your org, so that tomorrow that database is ready to be fed to an AI engine and to spit out important information. Today, most orgs aren't, right? So we started our conversation talking about 81% of orgs being dealing with old, empty, incomplete data. And that's exactly the situation for the recipe for failure for an AI engine to come and, and play a role. So our approach to AI is really relatively limited, if you will, almost tactical at the entry point where how do we make it super easy to input information and to organize it? And then what Einstein GPT will do, it will effectively make our solution strategic because at that point that Einstein GPT enters the door, then it finds a really, really wealthy 
set of data, and that's when it can operate at best. And that's also probably where our solution then, by turn, by plugging into Einstein GPT, will operate at its best as well. That's a very powerful statement at the end. And it's exactly what we are saying to our customers, that the first step to be ready for Einstein GDP is to solve your technical debt. If you have like old org with thousands of lines of bad code, your newly generated code as well is not going to be what you expect from business. So exactly the same story as with data. Luca, one more time, thank you a lot for finding time for us and sharing all these insights. It's exciting to speak with one of the companies which really drive this AI innovation on Arctic Exchange. Thank you a lot. It's great. Thank you for having us, Jakub. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of AI Innovations Means App Exchange. We hope you enjoyed the insightful discussion and found this episode valuable. To stay updated on our latest episodes, be sure to sign up for our newsletter and never miss a beat. If you have any questions or want to engage with us further, we'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Until next time, keep exploring the exciting world of AI and app exchange.